What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. What's up, guys? Welcome back to After Hour Tea. Um, Sorry for the delay. Um, I had a lot of stuff going on, and I was still gathering um, all the tea to discuss with you guys. Um, So uh, let's dive right in. So I did want to start with um, New York. There's not much going on because the um, women, the current cast of women are um, still filming. But I did notice that there was quite a bit of buzz on Twitter and Instagram this past week um, about um, the feud that took place a couple seasons ago uh, between Carol Radziwill and Bethany Frankel. Now, I posted um, a meme a couple days ago on my Instagram and um, I got kind of shafted for it because everybody was like telling me that, um, you know, Bethany was treating Carol very poorly um, in the specific season that this whole buzz is about. And I guess I didn't really know because I'm, I'm such a Bethany fan that I didn't really focus on that. And then now looking back, I, I can understand, you know, what people are, under, you know, what what people see in that whole situation. Um, mind you, Bethany hasn't commented on anything that I'm about to share, um, but Carol has. So I, I started by finding a tweet from somebody named at Craig Tahini um, and said the quote unquote real story behind Bethany and Carol's feud, question mark, ex- exclamation point, hashtag Roni at Carol Radziwill. And um, I'll read to you guys what the feud was. And, um, and Carol did subtweet that and said wow and to think i appeared on the frederick show producers begged me to do that scene in the eyeglass store damn had i known it all ugh so let me pull up the um here we go so this was taken from instagram i'm not exactly sure where the source is i believe it was on reddit um of all places so let's let's uh let me read this for you guys um the real issue was cassandra gray Bethany had been angling for a solo production deal since she returned to Bravo. Bravo wasn't interested because Bethany can't carry a show by herself. However, spring and summer of 2017, Bethany finally got the go-ahead from Bravo to film Bethany and Frederick. It became apparent fairly early into the production that Bethany and Frederick weren't getting along. Bethany had pissed Frederick off so royally he said he'd never work with her ever again. The husband of Carol's friend Cassandra died in May of 2017. He was the CEO of Paramount. Carol spent much of the summer staying with Cassandra. Bethany kept pushing Carol to get an invitation to hang out with Carol, Cassandra, and Brad's friends and contacts who could help Bethany get a production deal. Bethany was getting especially desperate as the Bethany and Frederick production was falling apart. Carol wouldn't because she thought it was inappropriate. This caused Bethany to flip, and Carol didn't quite realize that things were going awry until filming began. Carol even put Bethany in touch with the groups and people uh, Bethany would be working with on her charity. Those are Carol's contacts that we see Bethany with on the show. Carol was blindsided. Bethany's changed um, attitude to Carol had nothing to do with Tinsley, Adam, or even charity work. It had everything to do with Carol not doing everything Bethany thought Carol should be doing to help Bethany become more famous. So reading all this, um, personally, in my opinion, I I just don't know... um, I don't know the motivation behind this because... Um, this was, I mean, they said 2017, this was years ago. I don't understand why this is coming out now. 
why why didn't this come out at the reunion when you know i i just don't see how this came out now i don't understand where it came from um i know it was on reddit but i i want to know because all these um articles and instagram posts were all claiming that it was an insider source um and we all know what that means you know it's um it could be somebody directly related to Bethany um, or her team. It could be, um, or vice versa with Carol. But um, I don't know. I mean, we're 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 in 2021 now, and this happened in 2017. It's like I just don't see how this could have just miraculously come to light when it's like years have passed. Carol hasn't been on the show for a while. Bethany just left a season ago. I don't see how this is relevant. Um, I do hear all of you out there, though, um, who messaged me saying that Bethany did treat Carol unfairly. And honestly, if I were to go back, um, Bethany was a bit harsh, I do have to say. I guess my last um, recollection of Bethany and what what made me love her so much is um, everything that she had done for Luann and then the way Luann treated her. Um, that's like the last memory I have of Bethany really. Um, but I always just remember her saying it like it is. I don't ever remember her, um, you know, buying into the drama. I would say, I think she was always like, um, a straight shooter type of person, um, as opposed to some of the other women on New York. But, um, honestly guys, uh, this whole situation to me is just kind of fishy. So I don't know necessarily if I just believe this whole story, um, but I don't know. Take away what you uh, take away from that what you will. Um, but I just thought I should put that out there for you guys. All right, so we'll move on to Potomac. I know Potomac has ended, but we are getting some articles and posts um, regarding casting updates and also just um, you know our final thoughts from the reu- the reunion. Um, Twitter and Instagram were kind of blowing up because um, most of the fans are believing that Andy was unfairly treating or he was, uh, how do I say this? He treated Monique unfairly during the reunion. And um, I have a response to that here that I do want to share. And this was on um, Watch What Happens Live, um, where I guess Andy was asked about, you know, his feelings towards Monique um, and just specifically the season five reunion. So he did say, um, quote, I have to say I was really pushing for this to be four parts. Um, I really talked to Candace a lot about her role in this and the fact that really people think that. A lot of people think that she provoked it. And she said, drag me. And we talked about that in relation to what Kenya and Portia went through. And I don't think enough of that made it in the show, clearly. So there you go. Um, he kind of shrugged his shoulders a little bit. And he said, I know a lot of people were very upset. Um, I I personally was pretty upset only because I did feel like Monique... Um, and this is an instance where I do think that she got a bad edit. Um, but let me just clarify because I do hate when housewives say that because honestly, it's a reality show and, um, I I don't think you should be pushing for a good edit or a bad edit. Um, it's their life, but, um, he's specifically saying in, you know, or he's not specifically saying it, but in, uh, in shorter terms, Monique got a bad edit because he's saying I was really pushing for four parts because we talked more about Candace, Candace's role in it. So, um, whether that be Andy's fault or the producer's fault, I don't know. I mean, part of me wants to believe that it wasn't Andy, but also at the same time, it's like, he's an executive producer on the show. So it's like, if he really wanted it to be four parts, he could have, um, I will say this, um, 
I'm not a huge fan of the four part reunions. I mean, in drama, I get it. But um, like, I, you know, if there's a lot to talk about and discuss, I understand. But I, I don't think that things need to be dragged out for that long with the reunions. I mean, I know the reunions are filmed like sometimes they spend 12, 15 hours filming reunions. But um, the substance has to be there. Like, I think a lot of what was talked about at the reunion this year for all three parts um, a lot of it could have been left out. I think the fight should have been a main premise um, for the entire third episode. I, I know that the husbands had to come out at some point, but um, that that should have been crucial in the filming edits. And so I, I do, um, I am I am with the fans on that because I do disagree with how they decided to put that all together. Um, with that being said. Um, I do have a couple articles of Monique talking about her departure as well as um, her feeling like she's being treated unfairly. So in this first article, um, it's from Reality Blurb, um, and this was just posted on um, New Year's Eve. So um, it was kind of like a lengthy interview, but I have some highlights for you guys. Um, Basically, Monique was just saying she was kind of like over the fakeness of the show, Um, And um, she felt especially that with the drama that went down this past season, um, that she was on the only one receiving the brunt of the blame. So I have a quote here. Um, She said, I'm over the real hate that's been happening behind the scenes and just being treated unfairly. Why is it that every season I'm looked at as the one who has to be who has to be accountable? But then when I'm expecting to receive some accountability in my direction for things that have been done to me, it's like crickets. Um, she said, nobody cares. Nobody is enforcing anything. I'm getting phone calls as if I'm the only one, as if I'm the one causing so much when I'm just responding to whatever was brought to me. Um, she went on to say that she did take full ownership and accountability for her part in the fight. Um, but that she was never going to give, uh, she was never going to be given the proper time to process every, everything that went down. Um, continuing on, she talked about, uh, oh, here, uh, this was kind of talking about what her final straw was for her deciding to um, uh, exit the show. Uh, she said, I sent an email asking to be released from my contract right after the conclusion of the reunion on Sunday. Um, I was very disappointed because the one thing that I was expected or the one thing that I expected was for me and my family to have vindication. When it came to the fight, we were sort of vindicated after episode two of the reunion because I had been saying the same story from day one and to actually have production back me and what I was saying transpi- transpired um, as far as how I perceived it was great. But the other thing was my family dynamic. Uh, that was something I always said during this show. My family is off limits. My marriage is off limits. People can start rumors. That's fine. But when you cross the line of involving innocent children, that's when I have a problem. Um, let me see here. Uh, she also kind of talked about um, how she was upset that production never played, um, Candace's video that revealed the alleged, um, plot, um, that the other cast members, uh, were, I guess, plotting to take down Monique with the trainer rumors. Um, she went on and said, uh, when I saw that they played me and my husband's response in our live video, but they did not play what prompted that live video, I was very disappointed. Um, I expected that to be played out and done right at the reunion. And when they did, and when that did not happen, it put a very sour taste in my mouth. And I'm not going to sit around for another season, hoping that we'll receive an apology from somebody, hoping that they'll make the situation right. I'm not willing to do it. My family's worth more to me than than that. And honestly, my family comes first. 
Um, so, well, I'll react to that in just a second. I have a couple more notes here. Um, so additionally, um, you know, to just feeling singled out at the reunion, um, there was some pre-reunion drama that um, also that she talked about. Um, so when they were at the hotel before taping, Monique um, began to realize that she was set up at a separate hotel from all the other women, and um, which I didn't know about um, personally. So, And here's what she had to say about that. Um, I was completely blown. I felt disrespected, and I felt like I was at a loss for words. Long story short, we checked out. I went and bought three rooms at the right hotel, and I thank God because even in all this, had I found out the next day, I would not have known until the day of. My glam was pissed. We had to repack all of our things and pack up, and I'm spending more money to buy more rooms. It was just craziness. Um, And then here is specifically where she talks about... um, uh, Andy and how she, how the fans are feeling that he was team Candace, um, and dragging her over the whole, um, so if you guys remember, you know, they were kind of dragging her about the, um, her song, her single, uh, called drag Queens. So, um, uh, Oh, here's a quote. I'm sorry. Uh, she said, I've always had an okay relationship with Andy. He actually gave me uh, great advice when I was going through everything after the fight Um, people have a job to do and I think he was doing what he felt he was supposed to do and he did not want people to think that he was in any way shape or form letting me off the hook and he had to go in I would have appreciated if I would have I would have appreciated it if that same energy was pointed in the other direction of people who needed that same degree of treatment Um, so that was that was what she said I think she kept it pretty nice and professional about Andy um, and obviously, um, the interviewer also asked her if she would ever make a return. And, um, you know, she said that she definitely received that offer, um, after season five, um, she was really excited to return and redeem herself is what she had said. But after the reunion episode, the final one, um, all consideration went out the window and she said, I'm done y'all. Uh, you know, what's crazy. I was fine with the trainer rumor because it never brought up my child, but then once that got out, I had been holding on to that for two years, and I was still able to put a smile on my face and do what I need to do for the sake of the show. There's no coming back for that. from that. You've crossed so many lines. Um, and then she concluded by saying, I honestly thought that there would be some apologies in the Samuels direction. I thought that there would be more some ownership, some accountability. I'm not going to wait another season to see if it happens and then be disappointed all over again. And then another thing happens, and it's just become so much worse. So I'm done. I'm one of those people where once I exit out of something, I'm moving on to something else. Yeah, I mean, guys, I don't really think I, I don't see a return from her, which is honestly kind of disappointing. And I'm I'm honestly disappointed in the other women for not trying to make it right. Um, Karen, uh, Karen and Ashley obviously did everything they could, but I, I'm just disappointed at how everything transpired, um, especially the last part of the reunion, because I had a lot of hopes that... Um, Like I said, I I had a lot of hopes that there was going to be a fair edit um, between the two women, but it obviously made Monique look like, um, you know, a serial killer when she really wasn't. And it's like, um, you know, we got to a point where it's like, I just don't know why we're still pretending that Candace is not accountable for her part in this whole thing. I mean, it's just ridiculous to me. So I think, um, honestly, it's good that Monique kind of is the one to leave because it kind of makes her look like the bigger person. Candace hasn't, I don't believe she's confirmed that she's back yet, um, but I would assume that she's back, 
because Andy said that they weren't planning on making any cast changes. However, I have been reading that they are looking for two new housewives full time. Um, so that means that maybe one of the women will not be returning. I have heard quite some rumors about Giselle being demoted to a friend. Um, I haven't heard if that is set in stone yet, but if I, if I find that out, I will let you guys know. Um, so far, the confirmed cast is um, Ashley, Robin, Wendy, and yeah, I haven't heard anything from anybody else, but I'm sure we'll hear pretty soon because I think they start filming next month. Um, and it should be interesting because it was there's still a lot of pieces to be picked up from last year. Um, so I guess we'll see how people move forward. But honestly, guys, I feel super bad for Monique, but I know she's really strong, so I know she'll be okay. Um, I'm just disappointed in how it all transpired. I think, um, well, you know, like Andy said, I think it could have been better with the editing, but, um, you know, that's on Bravo for that. Um, before we do move on, I did have a quick interview. Um, it's a separate interview with Monique um, that was on um, Good Day DC with Fox 5. And I found it on Reality Blurb. So um, Monique was kind of talking about um, just quitting um, Housewives and after an intense season. So um, this was just extra quotes that I got from her. She said, I'm done. I've had enough. And I'm moving on with my life. There's so much ugliness that it's rooted um, that is rooted in so much hate. And that's the type of energy I'm not going to play with. My kids, my family, my husband, they mean more to me than anything. And there's no paycheck in this world that will allow me to keep being in this stressful environment. Um, she also got asked about the binder, which I, here's some lighthearted fun. Uh, Monique said that uh, I came prepared because at the end of the day, it's not about truth. It's about perception when reality TV is happening. Um, I said I'm going to come with the truth. If I have this binder full of receipts and I'm going, I'm giving you facts, you can't deny it. Um, <laughs> Monique also kind of was talking about how she was tired of seeing people's families and livelihoods thrown under the bus for a show and a storyline. Um, and she just basically said that, um, that's not what I signed up for. Um, she also said, uh, the reason Chris and I wanted to join reality TV was to try to change some of the stereotypes that are out there about black people and black families in general. Unfortunately, this past season, I played right into it and the whole instant incident with the physical altercation. Um, and she admitted that she was very disappointed in herself for her part. Um, and she's currently trying to figure out how to pick up the pieces and move forward. Um, and then Chris, uh, Chris Samuels, her husband, revealed that... Um, um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read this here. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Uh, Chris kind of revealed that he found that the cast, the other cast members' behavior to be very unfortunate. Um, he said, to literally make up stuff, run with lies, have scandal, it's very disappointing. People were really going for the jugular with my family with lies, disgusting things, attacking a child, and it's so disappointing. And then don't even have the nerve to stand on their own two feet and apologize. Um, they did admit, both of them did admit that they have no regrets about joining the series. Um and then, but then they revealed that the show had actually brought them closer. Um, qu quoting, this is what they said: uh, "This has strengthened our relationship to a whole other level. There was some times when we were shedding some tears on each other's shoulders, and it forced us to lean on each other too. Uh, through a tough situation, uh, we didn't run to everybody else. We dealt with it in house. We knew our truth, and we stood by that. 
Um, and then Mo- Monique also said that she hopes her children one day will be proud of her decision to quit the show. Um, she said, I hope that they can be proud and say, you know what, mom, you left with integrity and you did what was what you felt was right for you and what was best for our family unit because my family is what matters most and what comes first. Um, yeah, like I said before, guys, I think Monique's going to come out even stronger just because I, I see her as such a strong figure and such a, such a strong mother. Um, and she definitely put her family before the show, um, which is great. And um, yeah, I'm going to miss her. I kind of miss talking about her on here, but um, I wish her all the best. And I hope you guys, uh, well, I mean, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. But I hope um, this tea kind of helped you um, feel for her a little bit more. All right, so we're going to move on to Orange County because the internet is blowing up um, ever since Bronwyn came out and said that she'll be heartbroken um, if her husband Sean dates somebody else, um, which is just absolutely flooring to me because she's dating somebody else. So um, <laughs> I don't know if this is just taken out of context or what's going on, but um, yeah, it's just it's blowing my mind here. Um, first off, I want to say that I do um, wish Bronwyn the best in her sobriety journey. However, um, I'm going to have to um, side with most of the other women on the OC cast by saying that I think she's completely narcissistic and hypocritical. I, I just really do. Um, I think her behavior this season definitely proves it. And um, I've heard that the reunion will be um, very intense. So um, look out for that. <laughs> uh, but let's dive into this article that I found. Um, so... Um, Actually, before we get into that article, um, no, let's just do it. Um, uh, so uh, according to Us Weekly, um, Bronwyn revealed that um, she would be heartbroken if her husband, Sean, began dating someone else. Um, and actually, I guess she posted a Q&A on her Instagram and someone ha- someone had asked, is Sean hurt with you having a girlfriend? And um, she had... Uh, you know, there it's like a video on her Instagram and Sean was in the video as well. And he said, yeah, it kind of sucks because it's hard figuring it out. Um, but he said that they're taking things one day at a time. Um, <laughs> so then another follower asked Bronwyn if she felt it was hypocritical to have a girlfriend, but not want Sean to have one. And she replied by saying, that's why we're in therapy. We're working through this. We can't figure this out on our own. This is a lot. This is hard. And we're working it out. Um, and then she added that she's kind of a jealous person and that this is actually the biggest thing that they're working on in therapy. Uh, she kind of shared that she's a super jealous person, like last week, I think, on Orange County. Um, but anyways, um, almost, well, a, a couple of the uh, other housewives are kind of going crazy on Instagram and Twitter and everything. So um, Elizabeth posted, posted like a screenshot of the article, um, you know, the headline that I just read for you guys. And said, um, with a bunch of emojis, like the questioning emojis, and said, okay, I'm sorry, but this is just getting to be way too much. Didn't she ever, uh, didn't she just announce she's never been attracted to him ever and she's sleeping with women? Acceptable behavior because she calls it a modern marriage or extremely narcissistic and hypocritical. Thoughts? Question <laughs> mark. And then she said, I'm just reading all the public headlines. You can't make this shit up. And um, Emily commented on that and said, he should vote himself off the island at this point. And then um, somebody uh, replied to Emily by saying, someone's going to have to kidnap this poor man. 
And then Emily commented on that and said, you just gave her a new storyline idea. And then Kelly um, commented to Elizabeth's post saying, I want to comment so bad with a bunch of laughing emojis and ha 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 ha. So um, I'm assuming that whoever Kelly's publicist is, is probably telling her to back off for a little bit. So I don't know. But um, so after Elizabeth kind of posted that, all the fans were going off, obviously, and agreeing with her because it's just honestly ridiculous. So um, here's my take on it. I personally think it is absolutely ridiculous, uh, regardless if they're working it out in therapy. Um, this is where I just feel like Bronwyn is a little too extra. Is like if you're working through issues and you're you're going through therapy, why are you opening yourself up to having these Q and A's on Instagram, where you you answer honestly? I'll give you that, but um, you're opening yourself up to being judged in this certain way. And I don't know if she just doesn't care or not, but it's like, you know, you're, you're putting it out there and it, it looks really stupid. Like when you, when you're sitting next to your husband and you're dating somebody else, you're sleeping with somebody else and you're saying stuff like I would be heartbroken if he would date somebody else too. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense because then on the show, she said, when I have a fantasy, I'm not attracted to my husband. And it's like, um, she does these Instagram Q and A's and then people don't like her reactions to whatever she has to say. And then she gets all butt hurt and goes off and says like, this is my life and this is my journey and everything. And it's just like, it's a little tiring at this point. And it's, um, it's really, um, getting to be annoying. And I think that's kind of what's turning me off to Bronwyn because I was, I at first didn't like her when she first came on the show. Then I started liking her because I felt bad for her. And now I'm just like, Oh my God, I can't, I, I can't watch her anymore. Like she's driving me crazy. So honestly, um, I don't know what's going to happen at the reunion, but I'm hoping this is her last season just because I don't want to see this anymore. It's so annoying. Uh, moving on. I know um, Tamara is not on the show anymore, but um, she is definitely no stranger to speaking her mind and sharing her thoughts on um, this current season of orange County. Uh, so therefore I will share with you guys and, uh, and, interview that I found with her, um, from Access Hollywood's, um, Housewives Nightcap. And, um, she did say, this is her quote, I miss it. I'm not going to lie. I totally miss it. So given the perfect cast, oh, absolutely. With the current cast right now, no thanks. Um, she also went on to say, I know the current cast and I've been on the show long enough that I know what works and what doesn't. The number one person that needs to go, I can't even believe she's gotten three seasons, is Emily. I think she's boring. If you're trying to be the Queen Bee, you're not cut out for it. Um, and um, Tamara believes that Emily attempted to replace her on season 15. Um, however, because she's trying too hard, quote unquote, um, it didn't work. And she said, I never felt like she fit into the crowd. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but didn't Tamara introduce Emily on the show? Like, wasn't she like her party planner or something or... I don't know. I just felt like she was the one who introduced her. So I don't know why she's so like anti Emily, but I actually kind of like Emily. I don't really think she's boring. I think she's, I think she adds a different level to the show. Um, I kind of feel like she's kind of like a Robin uh, from, Pot from Potomac. Um, I don't know if you guys agree with me on that, but like, I think she adds a different level to the show. Um, but yeah, some of these other women need to go. Um, <laughs> so, um, she also spilt the tea and said that she um, she believes that Shannon should be demoted to a friend. 
Um, this is what she said. She said, Shannon Bedore should be demoted to a friend. I think um, she's nothing without the Trace Amigas. I was worried when both Vicky and I were off the show. Um, we protected her. We babied her. We covered up for her and made sure a lot of stuff didn't come out. Um, which is interesting to hear, by the way. I do actually agree with her. I think that Shannon should be demoted to friend. Um, I think she's just, I, I think she's incredibly boring. I really do. Um, especially without Tamara and Vicky. Um, so Tamara also believes that Kelly will be asked back for season 16. Um, but then she, she like kind of teased some comments that Kelly made about the upcoming season or um, uh, upcoming reunion taping. And she said, I think Kelly is going to keep her job, but I don't know. They might make an example of her. Andy doesn't mess around. I heard she has said some things at the reunion that might not go over well. Um, and then she was also asked whether she believes Shannon has a drinking problem. And she said, yeah, I do. Um, she said it comes up every single season. It's heartbreaking. I did try to talk to her about it. And I think some of the girls on the current cast have done it as well. And she doesn't want to hear it. I talked to Bronwyn about it and Bronwyn's like, until she admits it, she's never going to change. That might be the first honest thing that Bronwyn has ever said. That, <laughs> um, guys, I love Tamara. I really do. I do, I do not know why they demoted her. I, I don't, I don't think they should have demoted her at all. Um, I'm really hoping that they ask her back for the next season. Um, I've been hearing some talk, so I'm, it might happen. However, um, you know, it's with OC casting, it's been so weird over this past couple of years, but I honestly feel like it's a new franchise. Like with all these women, it doesn't feel like the same show anymore. So, um, a casting shakeup would be fantastic and ideal, but I don't know if we're going to get it. Um, but yeah, I pretty much agree with everything Tamara said, to be honest. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to um, Dallas, and this is our first edition of Dallas because uh, Dallas aired on Tuesday. Actually, it did air on New Year's Eve, if any of you caught that. I watched it on New Year's Eve, um, and I was really, I actually thoroughly enjoyed the premiere. I thought it was really funny, lighthearted, um, and drama-filled, for sure. <laughs> I think the season's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see how it goes, um, and I'm going to have my reaction up um, in just a couple weeks for that. But um, anyways, um, I do have a interview with E! News um, from our newest housewife, Tiffany Moon. Um, so she joined um, this season, obviously, and she kind of explained her reason why she decided to join the fifth season. Um, and, you know, this was the interview with E! News. Uh, she said, I wanted to join because it was something that I had never done before. I've always been a book nerd, always in medical school. I graduated with my medical degree when I was 23 years old. I met my husband, did my residency, got married. I had twins. I've always um, done everything exactly as it was expected of me and perfectly executed. And I just thought, when do I get to do something for me? Not that going to medical school and getting married and having kids wasn't wonderful because I love all those things. That's my life. But like, when do I get to have a little adventure? Uh, so when Deandra asked me to come along on this fabulous adventure with her, I really couldn't turn it down because I thought this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, I agree with her. Yeah. I mean, it is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Definitely. <laughs> um, and then in a separate interview, she also shared more details as to why she decided to join. And this was with um, Entertainment Tonight. And she said, I took a leap of faith and I'm here for it. Uh, this was something that was out of my comfort zone. It was an opportunity that was offered to me that I really wanted to take advantage of because I think that young girls need to see more doctors on reality TV because we are real women. Uh, you will see me struggle with balancing work as a physician and having young children at home. I think people need to see more of that on TV instead of things that are you know, make believe and not all like most people's normal lives. Um, yeah. And it just 
basically she was saying that filming the series was a challenge for her as she juggled motherhood and her show. Um, and then while still working at the hospital during, um, the pandemic, uh, she said, I felt like I was at my breaking point many times. There will be a few tears. Uh, you know, it's hard enough being a physician mom. And then you throw in the pandemic, which of course, none of us saw that coming. And there are a few days that I just thought like, I can't go on anymore. I don't have enough battery left in me to do this. And I talk about the struggles on the show. I'm excited personally. I think she's a great addition to Dallas. Definitely. Um, I'm all for diversity and, um, have, you know, she's the first Asian American, um, you know, housewife. And I think that's incredible. And in Dallas, um, you know, Dallas has been (laughs) primarily white women. So I think it's, um, definitely great to see an Asian American woman who's also a working mother. I think that's absolutely great. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting to know her on the show and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more. So also in an interview with E! News, um, Tiffany was talking about, um, kind of like teasing this upcoming season. Um, she said, I think we got off to a rough start, a a rocky start for Carrie and I, um, we misunderstood each other a little bit. Her idea of a good time is not necessarily my idea of a good time. I don't know if you saw the trailer, but she pushed me into a swimming pool with all my clothes on and I wear expensive clothes. So that was another dry cleaning bill that I had to handle. So we did get off on the wrong foot, but I think overall during the season, we came to a understanding, we came to understand each other a little better. Um, and then Tiffany also opened up about her relationship with Mama D and Deandra. <laughs> uh, she said, I knew Deandra and she shares her mom and Mama D with me. I call Mama D when I'm having a bad day and need some straight to it advice because, you know, she don't beat around the bush too much. She says, look here, Tiffany, this is what you're going to do. Uh, so I know. Uh, so I knew Deandra going into the show. Um, and then she also kind of shared her thoughts on uh, the uh, racist video controversy that they talked about in the first episode with Brandy. Um, and it was of, you know, if you if you don't recall, um, it's basically her doing an impersonation of an Asian woman um, with squinty eyes. Uh, and this was a video that um, was from 2017 and it resurfaced on social media in early January of 2019 um, after season four. And um, the situation caused Brandy to actually check into a wellness center to reflect and better herself, which is super sad. Um, I guess she was being super uh, suicidal, uh, which is terrible. Um, so Tiffany, her comment on that was that video came out after the last season had finished. Um, it had nothing to do with me really, but I felt a responsible, oh, I felt a responsibility to address Brandy for it because I think when she did it, she didn't mean any harm and she didn't know her words and actions could be interpreted by many people, um, such as myself as hurtful or bringing back memories of being called certain names and told that I have slanty eyes and things like that. So I wanted to address her personally. Um, we did it just she and I because I wanted her to know, even though sometimes you don't mean harm with your actions and words, that they can be hurtful. Um, she also went on to say, we really just made it a teachable moment, but I felt no need to berate her or make her feel worse or suffer because I think it was very clear to me that she was sorry for what she did and she had learned her lesson. So I think the viewers will get to see all of that pan out this season. Um, and she actually said that the incident had brought them closer in a way. And she said, yeah, in some ways it did, probably not at the beginning because we kind of had to let the dust settle. Um, it was such an emotionally charged conversation. Uh, for me, it brought back so many memories of being picked on when I was little. And for her, because she was so sorry and she didn't know the extent to which her words could hurt people. So after we let the dust settle from that conversation, I think when we were able to sort of 
move our friendship forward. Um, so I guess we're going to see that play out in the next coming weeks. But um, yeah, again, I don't think Brandy, you know, I think it was obviously in poor taste. Definitely. She was just trying to have lighthearted fun, but obviously again, it was poor taste um, and came off super, super racist. So um, I, th- I definitely think she learned her lesson. I don't think we need to, <laughs> um, again, I agree with Tiffany. I don't think we need to berate her on that because I definitely think she learned her lesson. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After Hour Tea. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Um, I have some extra tea that's starting to build up for you guys for next week. Um, So I will let you know if I have any more delays. Uh, (laughs) But other than that, thanks so much, guys, for listening. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.